This is Bishop Michael Curry, and you're listening to The Way of Love. In this episode, we're talking about what it means to live by a rule of life. May the way open before you. May you see beyond darkness and light to the love you are, to the love you bring into the world. Welcome to the pilot episode of The Way of Love, a podcast from the Episcopal Church about following Jesus and changing the world. I'm Sandy Milien, and I'm here with Kyle Oliver. I'm very excited to be here. But before we begin, Kyle, can you tell us a little bit about the origin story of this podcast? Thanks, Sandy. Yeah, I am super excited about this show, too. The origin story of this podcast uh, sort of has two parts, and they're both uh, related to Bishop Curry. Uh, the first is that when he had a change of the leadership role that he was playing in the church, he found that he was really missing the part of his job where he got to do a lot of teaching on a regular basis. He was uh, doing lots of preaching and lots of uh, leading gatherings, but really missed that teaching component. And so he and his colleagues started to wonder if some kind of regular podcast might be an opportunity for him to step back into that role in a way that he would enjoy and in a way that everyone uh, could benefit from. The other thing that happened is that he and his colleagues proposed this new vision and invited uh, anyone who wished to join them on this journey that uh, that they and we are calling the way of love. That's what this whole episode is going to be about. But in short, this is kind of like a, a way of uh, structuring an individual and a community's life together according to this kind of ancient idea that we call a rule of life. Mm -hmm. So there was some question about, okay, well, how do we help people do that, right? This is kind of an abstract concept. Spirituality can be a, a, a challenging thing. <laughs> uh, and then again, they thought, well, maybe maybe a podcast is 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 part of the answer here. So uh, so Bishop Curry can do some regular teaching, and we can work in work on filling in some of the blanks about what this way of love idea kind of is. I think that's kind of the origin story, uh, and then the 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 other characters in that story are are you and I. <laughs> uh, I'm an Episcopal priest who has uh, sort of a background in in media making, and I'm working on a doctorate in education. And so I was uh, invited to come on board, and then we got connected. Yes, and we got connected because I started working uh, with the Beloved Community Story Sharing Campaign as the project lead. And it's a project um, that it is led by young adults. We go across the Episcopal Church um, creating workshops and listening to Episcopalians talk about their stories um, specifically on faith, race, and difference. And, and our big goal is to encourage those Episcopalians to have conversations with each other and talk about the their journey on their faith and how God has um, impacted their lives and the lives of those around them. And so, you know, I think both of us have, have this passion for 
listening to the experiences of other people, of uh, being curious about our lives of faith and about other people's lives of faith, and uh, and wanting to sort of pass on some of that uh, some of that wisdom. And we're both really excited about getting to hear regularly from Bishop Curry about sharing these ancient practices of faith um, with members of the Episcopal Church and then and then beyond, right? You don't have to be a part of any particular faith to uh, to, to sort of plug into this this movement, uh, what you know what he would always call the Jesus movement. And uh, mm-hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna see what comes about. Yes. So we'll say more about ourselves and about the show as we go along. But for now, let's let Bishop Curry say a bit about the way of love. This is a part of a sermon he gave at a recent gathering of leaders involved in Asia American ministries of the Episcopal Church. And uh, we'll pick it up right after he has just said that, you know, sometimes we make faith just a little too complicated. Well, if you don't believe me, (laughs) ask Jesus. Jesus was the one, and and some of y'all have heard me say this, Jesus was the one that had that conversation with that lawyer. And he had a lot of, are any lawyers here today? <laughs> Jesus had a lot of conversation with lawyers and he liked lawyers. And, and, and one time he was having this conversation with, with this lawyer who said, I, I think the guy was trying to trick him, I'm not sure. He said, great teacher, tell us, which is the greatest law in the entire legal edifice of Moses? And Jesus said, well, what did Moses say in both Deuteronomy and Leviticus? What did Moses say? You, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. This is the first and the great commandment. But then he adds, and the second is like unto it, just like it. Not only love God, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two hang all the law and the prophets. Not, not just some of the law and the prophets, not just part of the Bible. On these two, love of God, love of neighbor, hang all the law and the prophets. Love God. What they say in the Diocese of Ohio, love God, love your neighbor, and then change the world. Oh no, Jesus taught us on the mountain to love God, to love your neighbor. And why you at it? To love yourself. I went to a wedding recently. Um, this was in England. It was in England. There was a royal couple getting married. It was, it was, and, and, you know, I've thought about it since then. And it really was quite beautiful. And, the, you know, the, 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 all the people were there. And, I mean, Oprah was there. Wow. It was like every Elton John. I mean, everybody was there. Um, and, and everybody was really dressed very nicely. And, I mean, Windsor Chapel is really gorgeous. And so everything was wonderful. And, and I realized there were all these cameras and um, all sorts. Of, I mean, the media was all over the place. And while I was sitting there, I said, wait a minute. You realize apparently two billion people watch that. Two billion people, billion, actually in some cases had to get up early in the morning. And the only reason they really were watching, I mean, you know, I know everybody talked about the dress and the, you know, all that stuff. But the real reason was everybody got up because two people are in love. My brothers and sisters, we who follow Jesus, follow the Jesus who, as that old hymn says, is the king of love, my shepherd is, whose goodness faileth never. Don't be ashamed 
to be people of love. Don't be afraid to follow in the way of love. It is the way of the cross. It is the way of unselfish, sacrificial living. And, and love is, my brothers and sisters, it is the only way. It is the way that we will learn to lay down our swords and shields down by the riverside to study war no more. Take a minute to reflect on this call to love God, your neighbor, or yourself more fully. How could it transform your life in the week ahead? back and just listening to Bishop Curry talk about the way of love um, it sounds very simple in theory but it's actually not that simple in my opinion I, I wrote on my notes that just like many things in our lives they sound that they're easy peasy but they actually take some intentionality they take some time they take some um, willingness from from yourself to to do them for example loving someone else you know yeah, it's such a big, it's such a big thing. How do I, how do I love this person? How do I love, you know, my partner, my child, um, my parents, my friends? It's the work of a lifetime. Things that are difficult are worthwhile because you are actually putting in the work that needs to be done to make something happen or to to create something new in your life or to have someone in your life that wasn't in it. And and it's just it's amazing how how God is also teaching us every day that things happen when we make them a priority, when we make the, the the decision that this is something I'm going to decide this is important in my life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My hope for this show is that it will uh, give people some ways in to this idea of the way of love and some ideas about, you know, how to make those priorities, how to choose a few realistic, personally meaningful um, practices and, um, you know, sort of begin the journey, and then trust that, that God is there walking with us. Okay, so that's a little bit of our take on, on um, how the way of love becomes uh, more concrete. But now we're going to hear uh, more from Bishop Curry uh, in an interview with the Reverend Lorenzo Labrija last summer. This was just before Bishop Curry made this made this big invitation, saying, "Join me in the way of love." Uh, so we'll pick up this conversation um, when they're talking about what we've just been talking about this this question of how do you um, train yourself to do things that might be quite difficult. When you see a fire uh, a fire uh, person 
pulling someone out of a building, you don't have to tell me that they're a hero, right? You recognize mm -hmm. that they put their life in danger for someone else, that that being other, that there's something about that that is respected even without having to be mentioned, analyzed, talked about. It is so, I think, part of our being somewhere mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. You know, when I think it's that little spark of God inside of all is that mm -hmm. recognize like, ooh, look, godliness. Mm -hmm. When a firefighter does that, when, when a police officer does that, when a first responder does that, they're doing what they have trained over and over and over and over and over again to do so that it's almost done as a reflex and not as much of a, as a thought. One of the ways the Christian tradition has prepared people to do that, to live a cruciform life, is to practice over and over and over again. And one of the ways we do that are through spiritual practices that, are, that have been um, used by people of faith for a long time yeah. to help to train the spirit. I mean, St. Paul in, in, in the Corinthian letters talks about disciplining his spirit, just as an athlete yeah. must discipline the body. And spiritual practices built around prayer, I mean, regular prayer, I don't mean just thoughts and prayers, it's a nice general Yo, yeah. I'm talking about practice of various kinds of prayer. Yeah. Um, and even um, more than just going to, to church on Sunday. I, mean, I, I, mean, I hadn't even yeah. gotten to that one, that's yeah. another practice, that's just one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one. No, but practices around prayer, personal, yeah. real, daily prayer. Uh, practices around the reading and study and wrestling um, with the Holy Scriptures and, and spending time doing that daily. Um, practices like gathering for public worship. <laughs> That's important. We need the it community is. to do it. We can't do it. None of this Lone Ranger stuff. We got, we got to be in the community um, to do that. Practices like practicing intentional hospitality. Um, to others, to stranger. And so um, one of the things that I'm going to do at this convention, I'm going to invite every Episcopalian to join me in a commitment to live by a rule of life, a rule of life as a structure of the spiritual life. And everybody has to decide how they want to do that, but that includes prayer, study, and ways of service and times of silence and rest. Um, but actually structure the spiritual life as an athlete must structure and train. That's how that's how we work and move and allow God to move through us in such a way that we actually stumble into living a Christ-like life. And like you say, it becomes like a reflex. You, you're reflex. no longer like having to be like, right. oh, I really want to be nice to this person right yeah. now and I need to be intentional about it, right. but rather it's just a n normal, natural thing mm -hmm. to when someone is hungry and you have an extra dollar that you give it to them. And when you're not nice, um, which is a possibility for some of us, <laughs> maybe all of us, not, when you're not so nice, to also know what repentance looks like. That repentance isn't so much about beating yourself up. That's not what repentance is about. Repentance is about facing the truth. I just messed up. And saying and I'm then, sorry. Well, no, not even before you even get to sorry. I just messed up. What did I learn from that? Oh. What did I learn from that? What can I do differently? Mm. Then, you know what? Do I need to make amends to anybody? I'm sorry, name. Do that and then turn around with the learnings you've got and walking another way. To repent, metanoia. See, change, it's to change, change direction. Life. Turn around. Right, so when you're practicing it, yeah. it's, it's constant practice. And that's why we call them practices of faith. It's like the firefighter. You practice so much that running into that flaming building, you do it almost by reflex and duty that's so deep, you don't even think about it. And, and I have a firm belief as a Christian that if I were to do that, that if I were to make prayer 
more of a daily part of my life, more of an, uh, uh, an ongoing, pray ceaselessly, right? If, if I do that more, that my life will be better. Not better in the sense of, ooh, I'm gonna get rich and all these things, but just, it'll feel better. I will love more. I will be more in communion with other people. I will just be a better person for that. And that, I think, is what it means to live life and live it abundantly. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I think what, what, what you find is, at, at the very least, and, it, and when I say very least, I don't mean lowest common denominator. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, I will find my life being lived in a context greater than my ego, greater than my self-interest. And that helps to call me back when Michael's ego takes over. You see what I mean? There's something that's calling me back, poop, lifting me into the greater into the greater context. And that's how you reshape life and we keep reforming ourselves along the way. I mean, none of us gets it perfect. We don't get it right. I mean, we mess up, we're human beings. Speak for yourself. I mean, I know, yeah, <laughs> present company accepted. Oh, right. thank you, thank Of you. course, of course, Father, <laughs> yes, yes. But you know, even St. Paul, I mean, read in Philippians, um, he says, not that I have already attained, but I press on toward the mark of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I mean, it is, the question is, are you on the journey? It is not have you arrived. You ain't arriving until you get to heaven. Amen. On this side of Jordan, the question is, are you on the journey? Are you moving toward the upward call of God? And when you mess up, get up. Repent and turn around and go in a new direction. Amen. Well, Sandy, I'm glad we have begun the journey of this show, and I'm really glad to be on it with you. Thank you, Cal. And I'm also glad to be in this journey, and I'm so excited for what the future holds for this podcast. We will be back in your feeds next week with the first of seven episodes that will round out season one of The Way of Love. Each week, we'll join Bishop Curry and others in exploring some of those practices that he and Lorenzo talked about. The show is produced and edited by Kyle Oliver with assistance this week from Stephanie Spellers and me, Sandy Millian. Special thanks to Ana Hernandez for providing our music. Check out her website at anahernandez.org. You can subscribe to this show wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd love it if you rate and review it or share it with a friend. If you'd like to contribute music, a prayer, or feedback, write us at wayoflove at episcopalchurch.org. This week we'll have Courtney Cowart from New York City. Lord, creator of all things, help us to embrace the way of love. Help us to create with you a rule of life for our lives, an intentional path. Be present to us as we seek purpose in this moment. Clarify our most important values, relationships, dreams, and work as we grow into a more meaningful life with you. Amen. The way of Jesus is the way of love, and the way of love can change the world.